everyone, and welcome to Dust and Demons, a Dark Materials discussion. I'm Jordan Storkerson. And I'm Sharon Lee. I'm pretty excited. Aren't you excited? I am, actually. This is one of probably one of my favorite childhood books. Same here. This is something that we've never really done. Um, we both decided that we wanted to try and make this podcast because we both grew up reading these books. And I think in a lot of ways, they're all very special to us. Would you say so? I think so. Because it, I read it around middle school, and it's kind of like a coming-of-age story. So in some ways, I did relate to it. I got into it when I was in high school, and I kind of felt the same way. And it definitely had that sense of wonder and magic and all that good, feely-good stuff that a lot of other books that we grew up with had. And I really like that it made you think. So there, there's depth to the stories. I agree. So a lot of people are going to have a lot of questions regarding the book series and the TV show that's coming up on HBO. And I think one thing we want to talk about on this first episode is just clarify some things about what this entire show and what this series is going to be about. Without giving anything away. No spoilers. We're going to stay away from spoilers for sure. So His Dark Materials was a book series that came out in like the late 80s or early 90s by Philip Pullman. He was a British guy. And these books were completely incredible, at least when we discovered them. And I guess at some point, they decided that they were going to make a movie about it. And a lot of you may have heard that they made this movie called The Golden Compass, which was based off the first book in the series. And that came out somewhere in the late 2000s. And if you haven't heard of it, it's because it was completely awful. They botched the ending. And what else, Sharon? You have to have beef with it too, right? It's the most disappointing film for this book that I grew up loving. I was so disappointed. They didn't flesh out the characters. It was so bare bones. They went over maybe a chronological order of the, how the events unraveled, but they didn't go into the depths that I had wanted them to go into. They didn't even get the ending right. No, they didn't at all. Yeah. They, yeah, I don't know what happened there. It made no sense. And they had such a good cast. Like, it had... They had Nicole Kidman. They had Daniel Craig. Oh, right. They had uh, Ian McKellen was the voice of the bear. Exactly. You figured a Gandalf bear would have definitely made it better. They messed it up so badly. I was so sad. I left the theater super disappointed. But this time around, going to be made a full-fledged series. It has a really good cast. It has James McAvoy... Lin-Manuel and Miranda. Needless to say, we're all extremely excited for this. If any of you don't know when this is premiering, it's going to be on HBO November 4th. And we're going to try and keep doing weekly episodes to talk about the show. So a lot of people are going to have a lot of questions on what this show, the TV show, and this podcast is going to be. One thing that I think we really want to tackle on this podcast is looking at how it deviates from the book series and then also kind of what the TV show and the world that it represents represents our world. Kind of looking at different themes, what we can take away from it, and how it correlates to the books. What do you think, Sharon? Yeah, I think that's a great summary of what we're doing here. And also just when we're going over some of the themes and issues that these characters are going through, there are a lot of ways in which we can apply their story to ours and so there is some social commentary that we can also explore which i'm also very excited about 
I love that. And we also want to, you know, recap each episode as they come out. And we're going to talk about those themes. And at some point, we're going to start letting you guys call in with voicemails, kind of expound on the ideas that we've talked about, share your own personal experiences, or whatever comes to your mind. Even just to ask questions about different types of terminology or characters that you're a little confused about, just really anything and everything. And now I think one thing we really want to focus on is talking about not just what His Dark Materials is, but kind of where it's set. His Dark Materials was set in a version of Britain and a version of our world that is clearly and very obviously different. And I think the first thing that everyone's going to notice is that everyone in this world kind of has this animal thing that follows them around called a demon. How would you describe what these are? They're they're like companions, like they're best friends that... It's, it's like if your dog could talk kind of a thing. Like they know you really well. They live with you. They love you. They're just your buddies for life. Yeah. And they're there from the moment you're born, right? Yes. And we're not going to talk about too much of what these are because they are very important to the show and this world in general. But one thing that always struck me when I first read the books was the time period that this might be set in. Because the books came out in like the late 80s, early 90s. But when I was reading it the very first time, I thought that the world itself was somewhere in like the 1800s. What did you think? Also what I thought too, because they talk about castles and they talk about things in the underground and even the way that they talk about their clothing and what's expected of them, how they're supposed to behave and things like that. You think of a time period that was much older, but then they'll also bring in little things like technology that's very, very recent. So it gets a little confusing, but you kind of figure things out as you go. Yeah, because when I was reading it, I was thinking it was so long ago because, you know, their money is still solid gold coins and just the way that they do have this society, it seems very archaic. It's very divided between men and women. Class structure is very important. And maybe that's just a British thing and we don't fully comprehend that as Americans. But it just struck me as someplace that was much, much older than it actually is. But like you said, at some point they do start coming on with things, these technologies, and they have different ways of phrasing them, right? So electricity isn't electricity, it's ambericity. They use a lot of clockwork stuff. Mm-hmm. It's almost like um, their technology just kind of took a different turn. They're still pretty much modern, but the way that they decided to work things out for daily living just was not the same as us. But they still seem to have some of the same amenities that we have definitely seems so another thing i thought was really interesting was the way that they talk about each other within this larger context so that the way that they address nations and race they use different words but at some point you kind of catch on that this is a reflection of what we have here so they have these people called the tartars they have the skralings they have egyptians and when i first read this i thought these were all made up because I was 14 and didn't really know what was going on. But to kind of put things in perspective, you know, they throw this word around called Tartars, and this was based off Totters, I think it's pronounced. Possibly, I don't really know. I read everything differently in my head. (laughs) Beats me, yeah. But apparently this was like a group of people descended from like Mongolian tribes, and essentially the way that they're discussed in the book is kind of like a Central Asian grouping, it seems like. Skraling is more interesting. It's actually an old word used by the Vikings, so it's from Old Norse. 
and this was a word back then that they just applied to any indigenous people that they came across because as we know the vikings were warmongering and pretty much anywhere they went would just try and take whatever but they they called native americans when they first encountered them skraylings which i think is interesting because in this world they still use that word and it shows we won't give anything away but it shows that native americans must have a larger role on a global scale and this was actually something that i didn't even realize when i was reading through it until you did some research so this is all very interesting to me and very new so i'll be rereading these books as the movie or as the series progresses i definitely need to do a reread as well one thing that really threw me off and kind of made me think it was a much older time was there's a character who is explicitly stated that he's a Texan. And at some point he mentions that when he gets older and wants to retire, he wants something simple. And again, he explicitly states that he doesn't want slaves, which is scary to think about because if this is taking place somewhere in the 1900s, almost 2000s, whatever version of the United States exists has slaves still. Yeah, it's not very comforting. Yeah, a little unsettling. But we're going to see that this world definitely has its differences, but it's going to have a lot of similarities as well. So certain technology may be similar, and the way that people interact with each other on a global scale with war and their personal relationships, their friendships, it's going to be very reflective of who we are because these people are still human, even though they're in a different global context. That being said, I think there are a few reasons that you guys should definitely start watching this TV show. It's coming out again on November 4th. And we think it's going to be very different from the movie. It's going to be much better, much better cast. I'm assuming better writing. And what else? Talking animals? Who doesn't like that? I know. And also because it's a series, they're going to be able to flesh out characters a little more. So you get to know and love them better. So I'm really excited for this. And it's it's just such an interesting world. I think it'll be amazing seeing it on screen. And it's been a long time coming. Well, I think that was a good first run. I want to thank you all for joining us. This was a great first attempt at what we're doing here. We would really love it if you listen next week after the first episode comes out again, November 4th. You can find us on Twitter at Dust Discussion. You can find us on Instagram at Dust and Demons, all separated by underscores. And you can email us at dustanddemons at gmail.com. Share your ideas. Follow our story. We can't wait to make more. And we're really looking forward to it. 